This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. I'm your guest host, Rick DeBacco, filling in for Bogart Kenny. Uh, I'm here with Paul Kenny. Uh, we are live at the Zuberplex in uh, beautiful downtown Toronto. We are a call-in show all about stuff. Uh, if you want to give us a call, please do. Our local phone number is 416-360-0740. Uh, we also have a toll-free number, and that's one 866 740 or zero. Was that slow enough, Paul? What do you think? They got it down. They got a piece of paper. They're, uh, they got some uh, a pen that works. They, yeah, they, yeah, I now, what trying... are they calling about? Tell us about the show. Well, okay, so... Uh, this co-host stuff some is... Of the, some of the items think. that uh, you may call in about are things uh, that you might have lying around the house. See, like, uh, old toys, art, video games, lamps, dishes. You know, you talk about cups and saucers a lot. Fishing equipment. Fishing equipment? Yeah, Books. lures. <laughs> lures just sold for $100,000 or something for one lure. Wow. So you never know, right? You, you never, never know. know. So. That's why you, not that you <laughs> never know, you could know after calling us. Well, you're, you're a resident expert here. Uh, Batman stuff. That's really cool. Uh, military items, pop signs. I know Coke is really popular. Uh, Royal Daltons, uh, lunch pails. Yeah, if you have a Scooby-Doo or even an Archie. Uh, old computers, uh, vases or vases, whatever you want to call them. Um, so whatever you think might have value or might not even have value might have value. So please give us a call uh, and we'll put you on the air. So we had a great week this week, Paul. Oh, the show. Yes. On, uh, okay, two things. I got to get some business out of the way first. Okay. My friend Calvin from Mayflower... Um uh, Chinese food okay. in Etobicoke. Okay. He says people have been coming to him and imagine. asking for these egg rolls. Okay. He says, just say to the people, okay. ask for Calvin, mm-hmm. you get a 10% discount. Okay. Okay. Just said, you heard it on the show. You're a seniors. Ask for Calvin, 10% discount. That means I guess he's not giving you egg rolls. Okay. But you get a 10% discount. Okay. But it's, 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 it's a great China. We've been using it. It's a family business. And I am, everyone who knows me knows I'm all about. Family businesses, right? Okay, right. I shop. I, I. Uh, there's a where I near where I shop. There's a great big metro. I buy my fruits and vegetables from the little uh, Chinese lady that's mm-hmm. next to it. I'd rather right. buy there, right. support a family, yeah. than support them. I'm sorry, that's yeah. just how I am. Of course, if there's a deli, you don't find old uh, the butcher shops and the delis anymore because we stopped supporting them. Right. If we buy from, they would still be there. Of course. So uh, this is Calvin. He's down on 1500 Royal York Road. Okay. And he nice says area. 10% yep. discount. Mm-hmm. No, but it, his ginger beef is the best in the city. Okay. I don't care. Okay, he might make it better for me. But, uh, and he's been there for 30 years, and you don't last as a restaurant on 30 years. No, you don't. No. And it's it's not a sit-down. You get to sit down while you wait for your food to come out to mm-hmm. you to... Mm-hmm. 
take home. It's mm-hmm. a takeout restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just great. They put all their money into the food rather than into a uh, uh, fancy store. Right. And they've been there for 30. I think they've been in the same location for 30 years. Well, as convinced. long as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. But that, get that business out, out of the way. Okay. So this weekend we shot on February 12th. Okay. On Wednesday, we had a, the, the theater here it was full. Full. We yes. had all the people here. There. We brought in some items. Now, what I'm going to tell you yeah. is some. I'm, I apologize to people I couldn't get to. Okay. I couldn't get to the person with the Babe Ruth autographs, the Wayne Gretzky rookie, um, the $20,000 magic card. This is a, a okay. magic card yeah. from 1993 that was okay. worth $20,000. Okay. Somebody, we couldn't bring a TV in. Right. And uh, well, there someone were a has, lot of people. A yeah, lot no, of people. but there was some great stuff. It's just like we only have, we ran out of show. Mm-hmm. We ran out of time before we yeah, ran out of show. Exactly. There was someone there with a stack of baseball cards. I just wanted to get back to see, mm-hmm. but I was so busy. Mm-hmm. The only time I got to see it was when they were leaving. Right. But I, I apologize. They can call us up, and I will help them out later on. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the card, she had a Babe Ruth card, an Aaron rookie, some nice stuff. Yeah. That yeah. I said, yeah. And I, as I understand, there was other stuff to go with it. So I says, you know, this is, but we had, um, I, I'm telling you the stuff we didn't shoot. Because you have to tune in to Zoomer, mm-hmm. uh, the Zoomer on Vision TV, mm-hmm. and it's going to be two one-hour shows mm-hmm. about a lot. And we saw a lot of interesting guys. Mm-hmm. My friend Glenn was there. Uh, Seth and Dean were there. Mm-hmm. You were there. I Andrew was there. Was there. And, and and just so you know, I was there, and you had asked me to bring something interesting, and I did. Uh, uh, from when I was a kid, I had one of the greatest comic book heroes ever, the Hulk, and of course, it was the edition where the Hulk. Versus Fantastic Four. So I'm going to attempt to do my impression of Paul when he's seen this thing. Here I'm all excited. You know, he's the expert. I don't think you can find anyone on the, on the planet that knows more about comics than Paul. I walk up to him. I show him the, 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 the comic. And he looks at it and says, it's worth nothing. I go, what? It's worth nothing. And he just walks away like nothing happened. Are you kidding me? I've had this thing my whole life. I thought I was going to put someone, a down payment on, on a vacation park that I was going to invite you to. No, no, no. Okay. Well, that's clearly not happening. So No, there were some other people who did bring in comics yes. up to a million dollars. Yes. So this show. Spider-Man. You're not supposed to say. Oh, okay. We're telling you, this is the teaser for the show. We're okay. telling what wasn't on the show. And they got to figure <laughs> okay. what was on the show, right. which hasn't been edited yet. So we're not, we don't even know. But okay. it's going to be on Zoomer. Uh, sometime in the future, you can probably call the radio station. They might know when it's going to be on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but it's on the TV on that. Mm-hmm. So that's, um, but we had a lot of fun. Oh, and it the was people great. there, but I apologize again. I apologize to the people I didn't get to. Right. Because there was some interesting things there, but we just, there was so much items and mm-hmm. people wanted to know. Them. And sometimes I talk too much. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> and well, you did your best. You did have that lightning round near the end where everybody got around the table and you just went around really quickly to do your best. But, you know, it's still yeah. not enough time. No, but this is why I go through a house. Like, yeah. uh, we're going to talk about that later on. Yes. And we're going to talk about gold again today because okay. we didn't get to talk about it in the show. Okay. But sometimes I go through a house and I'm just saying yes, no, yes, no. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm adding up. They don't know what I'm doing, but I'm adding up mentally what the, what the house is worth, all the right. stuff in it. Right. Well, that I can see right away to see if it's worth them hiring me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing, I've got to say this because we always forget. Okay. We are on AM 740, and we're on 96.7 FM. We're on an AM and FM station. Right, right. And they can go to um, 
my wife last week said the radio wasn't working, mm-hmm. so she listened to me the whole show mm-hmm. on and saw it on the computer. Okay. She just went to um, AM740, yeah. Zoomer Radio, mm-hmm. and there's a thing there that you can live stream us mm-hmm. while we're here. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Uh, we didn't bring any props in today. You just get to see us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but, okay. Okay. But she did instead of reading. Well, you know, she, she, yeah. she wanted to see if we were actually there. Yeah. <laughs> you know. In case it's a recorded show. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But on that, and like I said, now we have a big announcement next week. This okay. is another teaser. Okay. I'm going to have a big announcement next week. And um, we're going to be doing, um, there's going to be some uh, some changes in what we're doing. We're trying, we're getting so busy. Anyone who's been to my store okay. knows right. that I am to the rafters. Right. And we need to expand mm-hmm. because of the amount of business coming in. We're still trying to do a good job on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But there's a friend of mine now who's at 1194. It's called Varez. It's 1194 Caledonia. Okay. He's got a furniture store. This is right up. You know that. Remember last week? I think it was Barryman. Barrymore went out of business. Correct, yes. Yeah. About f- two hundred feet north of there is right. his store. Okay. So <coughs> this is February, right? And he wants to have a sale. Mm-hmm. So he's having up to seventy percent off on his new furniture mm-hmm. that's there. Okay. I think it's on all the furniture. Okay. But it's worth going in there and taking a look. It's worth okay? checking out. Yeah. He is a motivated seller. Now, it's around the back of uh, 1194. You got to go. It's right at Caledonia, 1194 Caledonia. It's Caledonia and Orphus. Okay. And that's near Yorkdale. Yeah, five minutes from there. Yeah, and there's yeah. other furniture stores in the area. But if you're going to buy furniture, uh, I, I advise you to take a look at what he's got okay. because he's he's got some beautiful th- items there, Italian. It's all high, it's higher end stuff, mm-hmm. but still nice. Mm-hmm. And he, like I said, is a motivated seller. Right. When you're a motivated buyer, the one thing you want to meet in this world yeah. is a motivated seller. Yes. Okay? Yes. So, now we're also going to talk on um, the price of gold and silver today. Okay. Gold's near an all-time high. Okay. And we're going to talk about uh, getting a second. I always talk about second opinions. Right. And people think it's just about gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's second opinions and everything. Everything. It, like, yes. It's like, how do I say this? You only downside you're you're going and say you're going into a senior's home mm-hmm. which you only do once in your life right okay and so you've got you get the senior's home is always a little bit smaller than what you're currently living in so you have to get rid of a lot of items right okay so you're downsizing now some of these seniors home will say well we've got some we're going to recommend and he's six thousand mm-hmm. dollars or five thousand dollars any house is between two thousand and three thousand dollars to empty that's right. what we charge yeah we charge Three men in a truck to, uh, and, that, and that's not throw out to the dump, three men in a truck is $135 an hour, okay? And we get the work done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I heard of one place, they charged $15,000 to empty a house. Wow. And they didn't get anything. They just emptied it and disposed of it. Anyone who has that much stuff has something good there. Mm-hmm. Unless the whole, uh, unless the entire house is mm-hmm. full of the last issue of the telegram or something. Right. Okay, there's others. The stuff in that house at fifteen thousand dollars, if they take them that long to do it, that is almost unbelievable. Because a normal house is between fifteen, two twenty-five, two thousand, and three thousand. Right, six thousand right. is like if you have a six thousand dollar house, there's got to be stuff in there that should be sold. So a lot of the stuff is getting thrown out. Well, I don't know and, what to and do. And no one's even looking around to see uh, if there's anything rats. there worth. Uh, I know I want to rant, but no, no. But wait a minute, I got. I know what the board's for. I know. You don't have to tell me. But 
This no, this is an important point. And I'm going to get back to something. I'm going to do do a take one of these deals apart and show you what someone got. Okay. But when you're going into a house and they're chart telling you this, mm-hmm. six thousand is too much. Get a second opinion. Yes. <coughs> okay. Okay. You got to get uh, this second opinion advice. I give works on other stuff besides gold and yeah, silver. Yeah, we'll get to that as well. You know, because I have a few things to say about it uh, coming up. Uh, so to the board. Empty well, the board. Go, let's go to the board. Uh, we have uh, uh, Harvey from Welland. Hello, Harvey. Hi, hi, Paul. How you doing? I'm good. I got two pieces of framed art by Walter Campbell. They're okay. uh, both the same scene, but one's in the winter and one's in the summer. Okay. Uh, the one's with a gazebo on it. It's a big brick frame. I can't seem to find nothing on the net about it. Well, uh, that's um, then you've got decorative art. Oh, okay. That's what we call de- Okay. Two things about art. Yes. Number one, people collect it because of what it looks like. Uh-huh. And that's when you go into the um, the gallery and say, oh, I'd like that. Your wife says, I think I have a perfect spot for that. And it, uh, the art costs $900 because that's what the gallery wants to charge you because they have to make money. Mm-hmm. And you get you take it home, and five years later, your wife says, I don't like that anymore. <laughs> and you have to get rid of it, and you find that nobody wants it uh-huh. or nobody knows who it was wow. or is. Okay. Now, if you can't find it on, there are other sites. You can go to things like, uh, um, there are sites that'll tell you what your art's worth, but they'll charge you money. You really have to do some searching. Oh, yeah. Stay away from eBay. Yes. Um, some, if you find an eBay, eBay is a good place to start, but it's a lowest common denominator. There's a lot of times we're going through a house yeah. and they say, oh, we just put it on eBay. No. There's some stuff that goes on eBay. Some stuff goes on first dibs, but some stuff has to be auctioned off. That's why you hire me. Okay, because yep. I tell you we're the best place to put it, yes. and it's um, in this case here. I hope you like these two paintings because you might be keeping them for a while. Well, they're very nice. The one is nineteen ninety three, and one is nineteen ninety five. I don't see a number on them. I mean, it could be covered up in the border, but no, nah, number's not going to help you. Either. No, it's the name. It's got to be when, when you're selling art. <clears throat> the second part of my story was that people will buy it by the name because they're investing in it. Okay, yeah. and because they think that art is going to be worth more in the future, but to be worth more in the future, it's got to be worth something now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One okay. is summertime in the, with a gazebo, and the other is a winter skating party. Yeah, just enjoy it. Yes, thank just you. Just enjoy because you're going to have it for a while. Yes, exactly. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Right. Okay. Uh, on the phone we have uh, Marlene. Marlene from uh, Hillsburg. Hi, Marlene. Hi. How are you? Where's Hillsburg? Hillsburg is somewhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's nowhere near that. Okay, got, got between, you. Okay. It's between Guelph and Aaron. Okay, okay. No, not beautiful area out there. Okay. It is, absolutely. We're 20 minutes from Guelph, Orangeville, and Georgetown, so it's, you know, perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a question. Okay. My husband's been collecting these Canadian Tire Limited Edition collector cars, the die cast metal ones. Sorry about your luck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So no, no, okay. Anything? Yeah, they go for <clears throat> ten to. T- we if they still have the box, the Canadian well, Tire. The yeah, but Canadian Tire is a big corporation, right? Yep. So they made a lot of these. They're all across the country. They're not going to make seven. They're not going to go over to China order seven of these things. They're ordering right. a half a million of them. I think so, they made five thousand of each one. Whatever. That's a lot. That's a lot yeah. if you only have three thousand collectors. Okay. Yeah. So what we have here is that they sell ten to twelve dollars, and they do their um, the the metal 
And what they're taking off on is some of these other companies like uh, GMP and AutoArt who are making these $500 die-cast cars. Like they're making uh, Eleanor from the, the movie. Uh, I think it was from Eleanor is from Gone in 60 Seconds or something. <clears throat> so they, they're making up this Ford, 67 Ford, and they're, uh, they make it and they charge $500. And those people are getting two. Now they buy for 500. Now it sells in the open market for 200 later on. Some go up in price, but they're really, really nicely made. The Canadian tire ones are nice, but they're, ah, they're bookends. Okay. And that's what you're going to get out of them. They're not an investment. There's something to be enjoyed. And there's no, there's no law that says you buy something in 1964 for $10 and in the year 2019 has got to be worth 200. You know, yeah. you might buy it for, $10 in 1964 and be happy to get you, you, you got 50 years worth of uh, enjoyment out of it and now you get to get your money back. Okay. I had heard that the first, the very first one of the first series was worth money. Oh yeah, no, no, some because they made so many because they didn't make as many back then when, yeah. and when they started. This is a, like a, a car, almost a cardinal rule of collecting. You don't want to see the words collector's edition on something or premier issue. Um, but sometimes it works, but it's only good if they made 1,000 and then it ends up being that, uh, they, in 20 years later, they're making 50,000. There's also all those people who want to go back to number one. A good example of this is National Geographic. When they first started National Geographic, there was like 200 uh, members. So they made 200 magazines and that was it. And in 19, and then they made 300 as it grew 400, 500. And, the first years before the turn of the century are worth a lot of money. Now, in 1948, uh, they sold 10 million National Geographics. Yeah. Now, some of those people end up being collectors because they've got 10 years and they start working backwards and they want to get to number one. And then what happens is there's only 200 of them of in 19 uh, when they first started. And some of those people don't want to sell. And then it comes down to a bidding. Okay, I'll give you a thousand for your National Geographic. I'll give you two thousand for your number one. I'll give you five thousand for your number one. And then all of a sudden, the person says, "For five thousand dollars, I already know. I already read this book. And I know how it ends." Okay. <laughs> so no, but that's what happens because when you make ten million, those people you've expanded the collector base. Okay. And this okay, happens well, with this is an example that happens with a lot of things like Barbies because they came out. In 1997, they made um, 10 million Barbies. In 1959, when they first came out, there might have been the first run might have been 5,000 Barbies. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I should know, but I don't. I don't know. Okay. But well, my point is, they only made 5,000 back then, and then they make a million today. And those little girls grow up, get money, and they says, "I want Barbie number one." Okay. And that's how the collecting. And how things escalate in price. Okay, okay, well, what about the dealer car? There wasn't very many of those. Oh, we're back to Canadian Tire. Okay, yeah, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to get you off that subject. Oh, okay, they were made specifically <laughs> for the dealers. Oh, they can be worth money, uh, but they have again. Canadian Tire has a lot of dealerships, so this is where there's not that limited. And plus, I don't know what they're. I don't know if they give everyone in the dealership a car, if they give one just to the manager or the um, the just franchise. Just to the dealer of the store, the guy that owns the store. Those are probably worth money, but if you own a clean tire franchise that's worth $5 million, and $200 for your car ain't going to make a big difference. 
They're probably giving to the grandson. But it might be worth a little bit more uh, because there are people collecting Canadian. Now, you know the first Canadian, you know the magazine, the catalog that comes out. I know we've got people on the line there. The catalog that comes out and came out to the 70s, 1960s catalogs are worth about $10 each to $15. You get back in the 50s and they start being worth between $15 and $40 each. And the first Canadian tar catalogs were nothing but a map with some products on the other side. And they go for 100 to 200 300 dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a case of where the Canadian tire stuff. And we're also like Eaton's catalogs. You get catalogs. Everyone tells me they've got the last one made. I want the one on 1941, 1952, 1936. Those ones go between 20 and 30 and 40 dollars. The last catalog, everyone saved it because it was the last catalog. Yeah, they should have been saving their first catalogs. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Thank I you did. very much. Thank you. Well, we have to go to break. Already? I only had two calls. We I'm have talking much, too much more wedding. You are, as usual. And we have stuff after the break. Are we going to get to those people? We're going to get to those people. Okay, bye. Okay. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Zoomer Hits, FM 96.7 in downtown Toronto. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're here taking your calls live. Uh, If you want to call in, our local number is 416-360-0740. We have a toll-free number as well, uh, 1-866-740-4740. We do have another caller on the line. Would you like to go to them, Paul? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. This is a call-in show, right? (laughs) We try to we try to be one. Yes. Uh, Bob. (laughs) He always looks good. Bob, how are you? Yes, very good. Thank you. I think I've got something here that's quite rare. Okay. Okay. I've got sixteen volumes of uh, Charles Dickens from eighteen sixty, around eighteen sixty. Ah. They were from uh, my wife's. Grandfather. Okay, Charles Dickens. Now it depends. First edition, first editions of Charles Dickens came out in magazines. Okay, they were like weeklies in uh, like pulps. Um, there was it was a um, uh, subscription issue type of thing. Oh, these are hardcover books. Yeah, no, no. I'm just telling you what the first ones came out on Dickens. All right, oh. wait a minute. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm sure of that. Um, but now the Dickens, once you have 16 volumes, that means none of them are first editions. Okay? It is a, a library. The leather bound, probably. 
Yes, it will are, sell. Yeah. Um, we just did a house where I took all the books off because the person had them all leather bound because yeah. they'll sell to a designer. And I don't think this gentleman read them when he owned them. And the next person is not, uh, might not read them either. Right. They're, they're now decoration. Okay. The, the, really? the new issue, Mike, um, when I talk about books, my, my kids' noses go up. You know, that's what you do in school. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but, there, uh, it depends on which one it is, because there's a little library edition. The more, the bigger they are, and the better they look for designer wise, the better they are. That they'll sell better. Okay. I would donate them to a, a library. Or something. I'm telling you that they won't. Okay. Um, this is a shame. The libraries are getting rid of their stuff. I uh, from U of T. Um, I once had a book by uh, Nehru. Uh, they they were they it was in a. Garbage, not a, you know those wash tubs, the old uh, tin oh, ones yeah. that you used to, they're like three feet by three feet. Yeah. And uh, they were giving away books. They had them dumped out in tubs like that. Oh, my God. And it was something that was donated. Someone donated it to the library. It was signed by the by Nehru, worth about $900. I put it on eBay, got that much money for it. But I had a, a little note, nasty note from the library saying that, uh, please don't sell, you know, tell people this was donated and because I only paid five dollars for it, okay, and they yeah. just get rid of them. They don't have, they don't have the room, okay. They want the new stuff. They don't care about the old stuff. Oh. In this same library, I did very well. I probably bought, sold about thirty thousand dollars worth of medical books. I had a first edition Oslers. That yeah. kind of stuff will still sell. Your Charles Dickens though is more decorative. Oh it's still God. they'll sell it by the foot. That'll be worth seventy dollars a foot to a decorator. If it's leather bound and looks nice. Oh, it's a shame. I, you're, you're you're talking to the converted here. I still read. Um, my, we're a reading family, um, but uh, the future is not good. I mean, it's it's like the rotary phones, uh, stamps. There's certain things that our grandkids are going to say to us, "What the heck is that, Grandpa?" You know, and I hope yeah. it doesn't come to books. Oh boy, okay. You know, now other books. If you have other books. Uh, Medical books, sports books still sell, and I hate to say it, the more pictures, the better. Um, and that's that's kind of like the future. You know, even the coffee table books that we used to get $10, $20, $30 for are now $5. We had an auction. We had what literally cost a person $200, and we got $16 for it. Wow, so books are not worth anything. Okay. No, and you know, the problem in Canada is it costs so much to ship. Now, we have an advantage because we ship to the United States, and we ship media rate, so we actually get to sell them. And some will sell, but they are not the fastest sellers in the world. Yeah. And donating, I mean, if the library, we have a military library we try to donate. They want to charge us to donate the library. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. Um, there's other stuff in your house that might be good. And I'm it might. And, uh, I'm I not saying. I'm trying to make an appointment with you, but you're so busy. No, no, you can call in. You can talk to me on the show, and, and, and you can call into my shop, and we do come out and see people, and we're going to talk about, because... I'm almost like on a little, um, what's that thing when you go down? Crusade. I want people getting the right kind of advice. Even if they don't use me, I, don't, I want them to get the right advice on some stuff because some people are getting ripped off, and there's other people giving them bad advice on things. Yeah. You know, we're going to go through anatomy of a deal in about five minutes that is worth listening to because this is what was done by someone who's charging $225 an hour. Okay? Wow. And wait, wait till you hear the advice they gave them. But... On uh, and like I say, and you don't know what's going to sell. Well, this week we sold a an empty box of Swizzles. 
an empty candy box from 1960s yeah. of Swizzles. For four, it was called Bone Shaker Candy. I don't know if people remember it. I don't even remember it. It sold for $426. Wow. For an empty box. Candy was no longer there. And um, and had multiple bids. People buying this. Where I can't sell a Waterford uh, Crystal Bowl for $125 that cost someone $800. But people are collecting the collectibles. They're going for their little their, their items. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is where we go in and we find, we, we surprise people when we tell them what's worth. I was in a house this week where they had four or five cups and saucers, each one worth more than all the rest of China in the house. Wow, okay. And they had a couple sets of China. Well, I've got, I've got all of this stuff in my car right now, and I want to make an appointment with you if I can. See me Tuesday? No, I'll be, I'll, I'll be in Tuesday stop. or Wednesday, but you got to call because I don't know what my week brings because I'm going to be playing some poker this week. Okay. Now, today I'm going down to uh, Oakville, Burlington, Hamilton, and Niagara Falls. Hey, in the next two right days, I'll house. be down in that area. You're passing right by my house. Well, then you can hang on, give your number, your your uh, information to Brandon here, and I'm going on to the next call. Okay? okay? Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Our next caller is John from Etobicoke. Hello, John. Hi. Good morning. How are you doing? Isn't Etobicoke a nice place to live? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I called last week regarding the Desert Storm cards. We uh, were at the end of the show, and you asked me to call me back, call you back. Oh, I didn't do anything. Okay, sorry. That's Did you okay. send me a picture uh, during the week? Uh, well, as I was saying, I saw um, a couple of ish, uh, uh, weeks ago uh, a show on the Antiques Roadshow, the American one, and someone with a box with uh, sealed packs of Desert Storm was appraised at two to $3,000. So um, I just wanted to find out if that is it's true That or not. seems like, I'm trying to think of what the heck that, because I had a card shop back then. We had the biggest card shop in Canada. And uh, we were selling stuff back then, and Desert Storm was, um, it was a clearance issue. They, they for, for a war that only lasted, I don't know, seven, whatever it lasted, how many days, there was more cards made for that than there was for all of World War II. Okay. <laughs> No, they, I mean they really. There was a yellow ribbon. There was Desert Storm. There was there was like ten of them. So I mean they were really. Um, and sometimes we celebrate war too much. But yeah, these are these are brought out by tops. Yeah, no, no, I know the set. There's some gold uh, edition, but I think they're out of their mind. Well, that's what I'm thinking because I can't find anything else uh, on the web uh, regarding that. Uh, so uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Sometimes. I call, and they have stickers inside also, and uh, they're all sealed packs in there. There's 36 packs in, inside the box. Okay, now I'm looking here, because I'm actually in shock here, because if you'd asked me, I would say 10 bucks, and that would be, um, and that's just from my experience. Well, that's, that's a storm. Okay, okay I'm looking at a sealed... Like even on eBay, the whole box would be about $40. Well, I'm seeing one here for $18. Okay. I'm seeing one here for $17. This is Canadian. Right. $18. $11. These are sealed boxes. I think that someone was misinformed. We all make mistakes. Yeah. I made mine one for two for 2020 already. I'm not going to make any more. But I've already made my mistake. But other people can make mistakes. And I think in this case here, it's like, you know, we did that show, uh, Storage Wars Canada. So they would always ask, and I'd give them the real prices on stuff. And some of the other people who were on the show would make up stuff that was Unbelievable. Like five hundred dollars for something that's worth five dollars. You know, and that but the the show likes to hear that stuff. 
because then it keeps the people looking at the show. Right, you know what right. I mean? I'd rather be kind of transparent and tell you the truth. You know what I mean? Especially on a show like that that goes worldwide. Now, there might be something I don't know, but yeah. I can buy 50 boxes of this stuff right now and not pay more than $500 right. for 50 boxes. So um, unless it's, and I can't think of what it would be. Sorry. I don't I, know either. That's why it was surprising to me. I, I even saved the tape. Uh, I PVR'd it, and I saved it, and I looked at it again just to be sure, and sure enough, they yeah. valued it at two or $3,000. I'm correct on this. The boxes that you see black tar on or black magic marker were what we called overages. They were sold by Tops because it didn't sell as well as they thought, mm -hmm. and they were cleared out. They were cleared out. You could buy a case for $4, okay? Yeah. And this was sold. So... I don't want, I'm just going to say that I look forward to watching this show and finding what the heck they were talking about. Well, okay? I'm going to try and get a hold of the show itself and see what, you know, yeah. if they were wrong on it also. But, uh, you know, thank you for the info, and it's, it's good to know. Yeah. Don't be investing in these. Okay, bye. Thank Thanks. You. Did you want to go to our next caller, or did you want to... No, no, I want your... to... This is the anatomy okay. of a deal. Okay. okay we get well, no, we do one so people can call in right after the deal. Go to the call. Okay. Bruce from Etobicoke. Bruce. How you doing, Bruce? What's Hi, up? Paul, how are you? Good. I hope you're not going to lose too much money playing poker. I don't lose. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, then you can share your wins. I don't play any of the games there. I just, I just play poker. Sorry, I play it. I loot to relax. I, my mind goes good on it, and uh, there's, there's a big tournament down there, and uh, I'm going to meet some people that I've, uh, I've been playing for 40 years. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to enjoy my time and, and meet some old friends and see how they're doing. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. You know, so I'm just going to relax. But that's not my thing. I actually have to make three or four calls on the way. Right. So, and at the end of the day, I'll just relax there. Okay. So, Bruce, well, how can I help you today? Because we've got a full board. Yes, I just wondered, uh, a Grundig radio, plastic, uh, the tube radio. Yep. It looks like it's um, somewhere in the 50s, maybe. Is, is my, my dad had one like it. I think he bought his in 62. So it could be between 1955 and 1962. Yeah. Uh, mid-size radio. Okay, do you know what model? You got to give me the model. Sorry, they mean Grundig was a huge company. Made some stuff that your radios will range from between thousand, no, between a hundred and six thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars. I need more information. Right. You got to call me back with because I got more people here. But call me back with the. I need the model number. It's going to be on the back. It's like if we're selling a painting. We don't know who the painting's by. I can't tell you. Oh, I'm looking on the back of it right now, Paul. Okay. Um, let's see. It's Electra USA. Um, it Bruce, Bruce, you got to call number. me back. We got too many to callers here. Number. Huh? Doesn't seem to have a model number. No, no. Check around and call me back when you got the model number. Thanks. Okay. 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 One more? No, no, no. I want to go on this okay. here because I got to do this. I'm going to this is the anatomy of a Okay, take this call. I'm All right. Go to the anatomy of the deal. <laughs> Margaret, you're lucky. He's going to take the call. Sorry. Hello. I'm, how are you doing, Margaret? How can I help oh, you? Oh, great. Um, I have a 24-karat gold necklace, which is about a foot long. I don't know how much it weighs. Okay, number one, you don't have a 24-karat. I'll be amazed if it is. I have. Okay. Now, it's you remember... really old. Okay, I'm going to say this. Yeah. 24-karat is very soft. Okay? Yeah. okay? Like when you see those pictures of a uh, Western and yeah. the guy biting into his gold, a check of his gold, yeah. that's a true story because you can bite into a gold coin and leave teeth marks. Yeah. Okay? Or bend it. Uh -huh. Now, 
24 karat, some Chinese gold is 24 karat, but it's so soft that I could run by you, grab that gold necklace off you, and keep on running, and you no. mightn't even know it. Okay? So it's not worth... No, 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 no. That's oh. not my point. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying it might be lesser. Now, the reason we have 18 karat gold, and we we're going to talk about it on the show, is yeah. that the other metals that are in it make it stronger. Yeah. Okay? Because yeah. gold has got a lot of good things about it, but... Strength is not one of them unless you add your copper or silver into it, okay? Oh, okay. okay. So it's probably, now we can test it. Mm-hmm. We had one this week like that. We oh. can test it. Now we're going to go through the gold prices later on today, and you can okay. listen. Like you're, if it's 18 carat, mm-hmm. and say it weighs, you're saying it weighs 50 grams? Yeah. If it weighs 50 grams, 42 grams, it's going to be worth $2,100. Mm-hmm. Now it might be 19, Indian gold is sometimes 19, is uh, 21.6 carat. So we have to test it. Now, this is why I give these prices out to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, uh, we want you to know if you go into a shop, if you go into someone else's shop, mm-hmm. um, I want you to know what you're selling. Because okay. some of these people, uh, there are people, even though gold has gone up, Mike, Mike, my neighbor says, oh, new higher prices. He's mm-hmm. paying today what I paid six months ago when gold was 1800 an ounce. Mm-hmm. Now it's $2,100 an ounce. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want people to... Stop what you're thinking right now and let this sink in. Mm-hmm. Gold, which used to be thirty-five dollars an ounce in nineteen sixty-two, mm-hmm. is now twenty-one hundred dollars an ounce. Mm-hmm. The ounce is exactly the same. We haven't made these ounces bigger or anything. No, They're no. just worth more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, gotcha. but your gold now. What? A lot of people don't know the carrot. You have to look on the marks. It's usually yes, be by the class. It's Twenty-four carat. It was bought in Italy. Oh, then we're going to have to change. We're going to have to look at it for sure. Uh, oh. Most Italian go. <laughs> no, some days they can count and some days they can read, but they don't do both the same day uh-huh. on um, the Italians. Okay. Okay. Uh, hey. No, I know you're Italian, but I'm just saying <laughs> no, that. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, Rick is. So, <laughs> no, but we test it because uh, well, when I, I can, melt it, I can it, bring it into your shop. Bring it in. Yeah. We can test it. We'll go through it. We'll tell you, here's what it weighs. Here's yeah. what we think the carrot is, yeah. and we go from there. Okay? okay. But, can you give me some kind of an idea, like, so uh, if I don't want to sell it? like, or? Of course. No, it's your stuff. You don't have yeah. to sell it. I get a little bit, the only time I get a little bit, if someone brings in 95 pieces, oh, and they gosh. want us to do each one and don't oh, have no intention oh. of selling, then yeah. we do do appraisals, but we charge for it. Yeah. But if someone's got four or five pieces, or someone, uh, like we work with charities, a charity will bring in a whole bag, yeah. I mean, literally, or one of those white tubs. Yeah, yeah. They'll bring in one of those white tubs of costume jewelry they're about to put out, yeah. and we will go through it for them. But uh-huh. they they sell us the gold, because they don't yeah. want to put out gold for $10. So am I kind of thinking like 2100 sort of? or I don't know what it weighs. Oh, yeah, me neither. Okay. So, okay, now here's, wait a minute, I'm going to give you some free advice here as well. Yeah. Um, if you're on, you can just go to your big box store, Canadian Tire, because we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah. They'll sell you scales. Those, you know the food scale that you read, oh, yeah, yeah. that you weigh yeah. your berries in? Yeah. Well, they'll give it to you in grams. So okay. you can figure it out from there. And I'm going to give you grams in about 10 minutes of uh-huh. what it is per gram. So you know the weight. Uh-huh. When you're doing gold, and everyone should listen on this, even if you're thinking about selling later, gold is a factor of what the price of gold is. Then what does it weigh? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's how I can and what it what it weighs and what and then what carrot it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I can tell you exactly what that gold is worth to the penny. 
Oh, okay. Okay, and we're okay. going to talk about that. I'll be ranting on something in a minute. But okay. You can so, just go get one of those scales. It costs you 12 bucks. Yeah. They charge you 19 They're ripping you. Yeah. But usually I get the $12 one. And after you're done weighing your gold, if you're on a diet, you can weigh some of that food you're putting. Okay? <laughs> right. So I will call your store and tell you exactly what it is. Got can it. Can I do that? Yes, you can. Okay. We, we're one of the few stores. Young. Yeah, we give the prices over the phone. We're not ashamed of our prices. Okay. okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you. So we're going to get to your rant after the break. Another break? Another break. break. Well, you got to stop talking so much. Okay. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. You're in luck. We have a rant coming on. No. Uh, if you want to call in, uh, 416-360-0740, uh, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Okay. Well, this is a deal. This okay. deal actually happened. I'm okay. going to break it down a bit. I'm not going to try and make it not boring. Okay. Someone has $25,000 mm-hmm. in costume jewelry and gold. Okay. The downsizer sells this for $3,000 to one of their friends. Oh, dear. Okay, these are one of okay. these downsizers who's who I'll bring people into your house. Mm-hmm. It's all trusted, ah, la, 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 la. Mm-hmm. Man, but they're my buddies. Mm-hmm. To keep mm-hmm. them my buddies, I'm mm-hmm. going to give them really good deals. Right. It happens to be your stuff, but I'm going to give them a good deal. Yeah. So in this deal here, they sell $3,000 for uh, $25,000 in gold in mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. for $3,000. Mm-hmm. They took... 20% commission. So, oh, that's okay. You're okay. only taking 20%. Okay. So that means the the person who got this, sold it, the right. consigner, mm-hmm. sold it for 2400 Okay. The person who was selling the stuff, okay, mm-hmm. also took 20% from the person they sold it to. Okay, so both they ends. made, yeah. both ends, they mm-hmm. made $1,200. Mm-hmm. So the consigner made twenty four. The person who, the guy who's advising him to sell it mm-hmm. took twelve hundred. Okay. Now, if we're doing exactly the same deal, there was eleven thousand three hundred dollars worth of gold in there, mm-hmm. and thirteen thousand dollars worth of costume jewelry. Say right. we're doing okay. this deal. Okay. I know. It's, I'm just doing this for just thoughts. Okay. The gold they would have gotten ninety seven hundred and eighteen dollars at today's prices, mm-hmm. and the costume they would have gotten eighty two hundred and ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if I'm working on forty points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They would have gotten $17,938 for the exact same deal. Right. Now, I'm just doing my quick math here that they got 2400 instead of 17938 I They would have made $15,538 more doing okay. with me. 
It might have taken a right. little longer. Right. The gold they would have got right away. Right. But do other downsizers even get involved with jewelry and gold no, and do. all that? Oh, no, some of them To the same them. degree? No, we do it. We know what we're doing. I tell people not to send their gold or silver right. bullion to a consignment shop. Even mm-hmm. at my shop, we melt it. You yeah. make more money melting it because by the time they take their 40 points off or whatever it is, you've got less money. Mm-hmm. And the idea, you're selling this not for ego. You're selling it for the money. Right. So the more money you get, the more successful you are. Right. So getting 17938 mm-hmm. instead of 2400 Now, I want to say something. Mm-hmm. I would make $5,500 on this deal. Okay. Everyone's So I'm title, making money. Right? But here's a case where I'm making $5,500 more. Right. Than the, and you're getting $15,000 more. Right. So allow me to do my job. Mm-hmm. The more you make as a consigner, the more I make. Okay. Right. Well, like, it, it comes down to, to a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah. No, but yeah. the thing is, sometimes they're trying to get their hands onto the next deal. Right. And they're not thinking. I've seen downsizers put Lalique into a into the donation box. Right. What are you, an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I should, can I say idiot in the air? You can no. say that. Okay. Yeah. Nothing worse than that, though. No, nothing yeah. worse. Yeah. But here's a deal where I'm actually, I'm making money. Right. Okay. Because I know what I'm doing. Right. Okay. Another one is just saying, here, take this box. Yeah. See what you can do with it. Yeah. But my point is, they're making both ends. Plus, now get this to see more worse, they're charging the people mm-hmm. for their time. Right, right. To get them less yeah. money. Yeah. Okay, so even after this is all done, then they charge them money. So some of these they're, they're, downsizers- They're only are, in it for the money. That's no, it. No, but they that's don't okay. even want to provide the service. Wait a minute, I'm in for the money too. Yes. But the more money you get, the more I get. Yeah. Not I just get money for just hanging around with you. Right. You know, sorting your shoes or something yeah. like this. Okay? No, right. putting the lefts with the rights. Yeah. So but my point here is that get a second opinion, even if you're going it down. Some Sometimes the neighbor will say, this downsize is great. And I people tell us that we're great. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind. If someone goes to someone else and, and, and gets another opinion, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Well, it's absolutely crucial. I think that's, if you don't mind, I, I, just a couple of things I want to say. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, uh, if you're thinking of selling your, your home, you want to downsize. It's crucial that you give us a call, and I'm going to tell you why. One of the things we do differently than most other people is that we give you a guarantee. The guarantee is that we can maximize the exposure. We guarantee more exposure than uh, our competitors out there. Now, because your local agent, and the tendency is always to use the local agent, comes to your door and leaves a pumpkin or a box of cookies at Christmas, or they dock at your door at dinner time. Uh, you tend to think that, well, they must know what you're talking about, but usually an outsider comes in and sells your home anyways. Uh, and at the end of the day, I promise you that we'll just get Paul to drop off a pumpkin or uh, maybe a box of cookies for you uh, once we, we get you the deal. Because with the maximum ex- exposure that we can provide, we get you 10000 20000 sometimes $50,000 more. That's a little better than, than just getting a pumpkin, don't you think, Paul? Right? It's easy to divide up cash. Wait a minute, then. Yeah. Those pumpkins weigh a lot. Yeah, they, they can. Can you imagine delivering one to every house? But, yeah. uh, but you know, all right, so let's instead of pumpkins, let's do fruit. Let's do oranges or maybe grapes. Oranges are, are a sign of good luck. So Paul will drop off some oranges what? once we sell your house. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Back that up. Yeah. I know we got calls. Yeah. Oranges are a sign of good luck? Yeah, prosperity. In what? If you should know this because you deal in gold, because Santa Claus used to put uh, g- uh, gold little balls in people's stockings. That's where where you get people leaving uh, fruit or oranges in stockings for Christmas time. Okay, okay, I agree. Now, like I said, 
Where, you know, people ask me, do you sell this? Do you, can you get rid of this? Can you, like, we're like a butcher. When we're done with the house, there's nothing left. Right. Okay. All you got is get money mm-hmm. and you got to find a box big enough to put it in. Right. Okay. Yeah. But there's nothing left. We deal with everything, the garbage, the recyclables, everything mm-hmm. is done and we make the house saleable mm-hmm. and then your house is gone and you're on vacation. Or right. doing something, or on to your next house. Absolutely, whatever you're doing. Yeah. I know we got calls. Let's take some right. calls. Okay, we'll our, our our next caller is Jack. Jack from Picton. Hello, Apple Jack. Country. Hello. Hello. Yeah. How you doing? That's Apple Country out there, right? It is wine country now. <laughs> oh yeah, they got why they make apple wine wineries at least here now. Okay, gotten quite popular. It's uh, certainly a tourist area. It's How can I help you? By the, by the metro area of Toronto. <laughs> so how can I help you? I have a baseball signed by all the 92 Blue Jays that won the World Series. It's uh, encased in plastic and uh, in immaculate condition. I'm just wondering what the value of it uh, might be. Uh, they used to be about 300. I'm trying. They might be gone up a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's going to be a while before we win again. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be. <laughs> we don't know how lucky we had it. We we don't appreciate how um, uh, how good we had it when we had Pat Gillick here. The, yeah. the brain trust they have now down at the Blue Jays, I mean, as baseball managers, they would be great. Uh, they're good plumbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 92 ball? Actually, no. And now, being with the JSA certificate, you're going. it's going around six $700. Right. Okay, you at about seven eight hundred dollars actually, but you have it's a World Series ball. You'll mm-hmm. have to have a certificate on it. We can get that for you if it doesn't have it already. Okay, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of phonies going out there at the time, but that's why you have to get this done. Now, did you get it from a, a reliable source? Um, actually, my daughter was being treated for uh, leukemia at Sick Kids and uh, in '93, and we were staying at Ronald McDonald House, and they mm-hmm. took us on a. Uh, a tour of the uh, the Sky Dome, and and gave us these baseballs afterwards. Uh, I'll get you. The, you know something. If you have the story behind, you might get a little bit more. I hope your daughter recovered. Uh, unfortunately, no, she didn't. But, sorry, uh, I hear that. Uh, got great. You know something? Yeah. On. Uh, um, I'm sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. But the ball's probably worth between eight hundred and a thousand dollars. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's just. Uh, yeah. Okay. If um, you can come and see me, and yeah, I'll take care of you. Yeah, I'm just wondering if I come to your store or arrange to meet you there at your store. And- I can get a JSA, and I'll do all this. I will get this JSA for free for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll that I'll do. Mm-hmm. Call me back. You got my store number, which is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. Tell me when you come in. Just say you're on the air. I will get a JSA when we have our guy up here, and I'll get it done for nothing. Okay? Oh, sounds good. Thank you very much thanks, for the thanks call. Thank you very much. Okay. So we have Bruce from Etobicoke. Hello, Bruce. Hi. Paul, I got the the uh, model number. Yes. Okay. This is the only thing I got on it. S-5598 on the Nordmendy radio. It's um, s dash. Five five nine eight. Okay, I'm going to search. But Bruce, we're running out of show. You get me at the end. You're going to have to get me next week on this because we got still calls there. Okay. Um, but this one here, 
1950s German, probably about $150. Okay, I paid 75 for it from Burt Bell on the Lakeshore boat. He's no longer with us, I don't believe. No, Burt, unfortunately, Burt is yeah. deceased, but I, I got it. Uh, well, he just sold it to uh, the other two owners, and now there's just one. Yeah. But uh, $75, about, nine, about, about the, the turn of the millennium. Ah, oh, you're making about 3% a year. Bruce, i got to take one more call. Okay, thanks. thanks. Bye. Bye. Hello, Tom. We're going to go to Tom. Yeah, hi. Uh, is uh, Pyrex Corningware that you were talking about? Yep. Uh, which I kind of missed it. Which ones are, are... Do you say they're selling good now? Yep. Uh, it's, um, it's, uh, it's just weird. On... Uh, there was, okay, I don't know if they actually sold this, and I, I almost find this to be an anomaly when I'm looking at it. Uh, Corningware Spice of Life Casserole Dutch Oven. They're trying to get $8,000 for it. 8000 for a piece of Corningware. Now, this might be one of those cases where no one collected it before. I don't know if there's any sales um, on this, but... Yeah, spice what about, of life. Uh, casserole dishes and stuff. Is that any? Yeah, no casserole. No, they seem to be selling. This guy's at eight thousand. You can ask whatever you want in this world, but they seem to be selling around two, three hundred dollars, which I still seem to be. They'll have to be in good condition. Like uh, here's a third um, spice of life. Uh, there's different ones. People are starting to collect Corningware, oh. and this stuff is indestructible. You know. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, sometimes the stencil will wear off. I'm actually, uh, they did a show where somebody was $10,000. Now, there's a difference with what we call the never-never plan and what actually sells. Mm-hmm. You have to have a willing buyer to willing seller, and that's a, that's a real price. When you have something and just asking 7000 or $8,000 and everyone thinking they're nuts in this world, uh, that's not a real price. Okay. Can I ask one? Sure. My, my uh, friend wanted to know about his uh, old 60s stereo, like console. Wooden things? No, those, okay, some of those are good. Motorola. Motorola, no. Uh, Claritone would be better. Some of the designer stuff. The mid-60s is coming back, but it's got to have a a mid-century look to it. Usually teak, smooth lines. If it looks like some of those old Electra homes, I don't like them. We used to call them boat anchors. Someone come into, if I come into a house, I'd charge people to take them out. Uh Okay? I'm sorry, that's the case on those. Okay. But it's the same thing with pianos and stuff like that, okay? We don't, we're not a big fan on getting out pianos. Okay. Thank you very much for Thank the call. You. Bye-bye. Oh, we didn't do gold and silver today. Gold. Quickly. 10 grams. 10 karat gold, 2360. 14 karat gold, 1305. Uh, 18 karat gold, 4249. I can't believe I forgot this. So, uh, sterling silver, 15, 57 cents a gram. Dollars are just over 12. 800 glass silver is 50 cents a gram. But oh, you for, got it in. For up-to-date prices, call me. That. Perfect. Have a great day. Thank you for letting us in your home. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.